Welcome back to Your 1230, the only podcast where our guests tell their story with the help of 12 questions in just 30 minutes. I'm your host, Mike Salitro, and today we are thrilled to be joined by Brandon Barnum. Brandon Barnum is often referred to as the king of referrals, is an award-winning serial entrepreneur, coach, consultant, speaker, trainer, and workshop leader. He serves as CEO of HOA.com, the number one referral network for home service professionals, and as chairman of the board of the Champions Institute. Brandon, welcome. We are really excited to be speaking with you. Hey, thanks, Mike. Happy to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I wanted to to start with uh, kind of something we kicked around when we first talked, that most people will say word of mouth, referrals, that's definitely the way to go. That's how my business runs. But we're generally not really good at following up on that or uh, kind of having a uh, process for bringing referrals into our businesses. Uh, so how do you, how, before becoming the king, how did you help people kind of see this as valuable and setting up a structure in their business to uh, to make it predictable and uh, something that happens more often than not? Yeah, you know, Mike, the reality is most people know that referrals drive their business, especially professionals who serve homeowners, but they don't really have a system in place. I, I love Ivan Meisner. He's got a quote, you know, the founder of BNI. He says 98% of businesses rely on referrals, yet only 3% have a plan and a system for referrals. And that's true for most realtors and for everybody else. They just kind of blindly expect referrals are going to come. And when you realize that there's a process and that you can automate the process, it becomes much easier. Those two figures are staggering. The the near 100% that rely on it and the almost 0% that have a way to uh to make it uh to to make it systematic. So that that's a that's a great place to kind of start the conversation. Uh, I did want to ask when was the first time you were called the king of referrals because I love that title. You know, it was written in uh, some magazine. It was on a cover of a magazine about five years ago. I was the president of Refer.com before starting HOA.com. We built Refer.com up to 5 million members, including 250,000 realtors. So I was the president of that company, and somebody featured me on a magazine cover and called me the king of referrals, and it stuck. There you go. There's much worse things to be called. So very, very well done there. Thank Um, Thank you. There's a quite a laundry list of titles and things that you do on a day-to-day. When you are either meeting someone new, working with a client or somebody that might be a good fit, how do you how do you kind of explain your background and how it might be uh, something that uh, might make sense for both of you working together? Yeah, so I focus on the fact that I'm CEO of HOA.com and basically we're creating a new ecosystem for homeowners and you know, people see HOA.com, they immediately think of homeowner association. And a lot of them have that gag reflex because they hate their <laughs> HOA. But you know, what's amazing is there's 370,000 homeowners associations. And it's 53% of Americans that own a home who live in an HOA. And yet, Mike, if I ask you, what's the number one national brand you think of when it comes to HOAs, what comes to mind? I, I don't have a good answer for that. Then that's the only answer we ever get. We get two answers, Mike, and I don't mean to trip you up on your podcast. (laughs) We get two answers. One is the number one answer is if this was Family Feud is I don't know. And the number two answer is there isn't one, right? So that's what we're creating. We're creating an ecosystem for professionals. We're creating online community pages and portals for every neighborhood in America. And we say it's like Nextdoor meets Angie's List meets Zillow. So next door from the standpoint that there will be a community page for every single neighborhood, 
And then we're connecting homeowners to professionals they can trust, like an Angie's List, except including all the white collar, the realtor, the mortgage lender, insurance agent, the attorney, the accountant, the financial advisor. And then we have the Zillow component. We have a home valuation so that uh, we call it our home safe report. And the beauty is you're going to love this, man. It's automated co-marketing. A lot of your listeners have probably used HomeBot or My Home IQ, and those are great tools because they keep you top of mind with your homeowners and they give a monthly valuation report. Well, ours does that too. However, it also includes your what we call your trusted team. All the professionals, your referral partners, the people that you send business to and they send business to you. And the beauty is once you set it up in our system, it's set it and forget it. Every month it goes out. And let's say you have a thousand homeowners in your database. What's well, going to keep you top of mind with those thousand homeowners? But better yet, let's say you got 10 other referral partners that also have a thousand homeowners in their database. Well, you're promoting them to your homeowners and they're promoting you to theirs. So you can 10x your, your influence quickly, easily, and it's automated. So it's super cool. That that's fantastic, especially the part that you can leverage yeah, your I don't want to call them colleagues, but your referral partners help kind of put the networks together and then uh, help each other by vouching for what each other can provide and how you can work together and collaborate. And what's really fascinating is just, and it's basic if you think about it, but it's genius, is putting those two things together. People want simple. They want one stop that I want to go here and I want all those things. And they also want to not have to dig deep to find, well, is, can I trust this person? Is this the right? You know, somebody's already done that for me. And it's for my neighborhood. So it, it, it's great to have that in one place. It's uh, it, it makes it makes kind of the best of both of those things in one location. So it's really easy. I love that. Well, and we're adding in events and news as well. So people are going to see what's going on in their local community. We're, what we're coining is a new phrase, and it's called hyper-local social farming. Realtors have done a great job in the past of farming neighborhoods, less so now than decades gone by, quite frankly, but no other professional has caught on to this. So we're basically taking the best practices of the best realtors and including all of the other home service providers because a referral for one, a client for one should be a client for all. And when you're building your team together, you just, everybody wins more, right? The reality is, most people try to build their business by themselves. And the people that are super successful create a team that creates their dream. You, you see, you make it sound like, it's like this, this is so easy and I can't believe no one else has thought of this. How come no yeah. one else has thought of this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, so my background, just so you know, I, I spent 12 years in the mortgage business, right? I was a single dad. I was making 20 grand a year before I got into the mortgage business and I was bouncing my mortgage checks uh, on the house that I owned. So I had to make a change and I got into the mortgage company, mortgage business in 1997. And I had a mentor that taught me the art and science of raving referrals. Really, he didn't call it that. That's my term that I've coined, but that's basically what it was. And in 18 months, I was able to 10X my income from 20,000 a year to $200,000 a year. And ever since I've been on a mission to teach other people the same thing. So for the last 13 years, I've been building referral platforms and technology to help unite people and, and help them win more business together. And it's my purpose. It's why I'm here. That's, that, that, that's, that's awesome as far as for, for you to do that in a short amount of time. And then 
the willingness and the want to help others. Uh, so I would like to kind of take both of those things. First, the the ten x piece in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Uh, how, if you can remember back, what did you do differently? I'm sure you were working hard when you were earning twenty k, but what what did you do that kind of augmented the the hard work? Yeah, you know, here's the reality. I was fairly new out of uh, business school. And I had this professor in entrepreneurship and he said, you've got to look at the world with new eyes. You've got to see what's coming and go help create it. Now, what I did back in 1997 is I created an early version of Zillow. Right in Portland, Oregon, where I lived, I created the Portland Online Home Buyer Guide. Now, I was a mortgage lender, but I knew in order to win business from realtors, I need to add as much value to them as possible. And as I interviewed them, I said, What do you need help with? And they all said the same thing. What do you think they said, Mike? I don't know what my home is worth. I don't know what I should sell it for. And I don't know how to market it once I do figure that out. Well, that's what the home owner said 100%. What do you think the realtors said? What do oh. they need more of? They need more prospects. They need more people to talk to. You got it, man. They need more, more leads, more clients, more business, better marketing. Those are the four things they all said, right? So I said, okay, if that's what they need help with, what if I could create a website where we feature different listings? And back then, only half of the national real estate companies had a website. And if they did, and if they had a photo of a listing, they had one exterior photo. And I said, this is silly. I want to sit at home in my underwear and I want to be able to look at interior photos, backyards. I want to see it all, right? And there was no Zillow. This didn't exist. And quite frankly, it was dial-up, so it took forever. Like, if you <laughs> wanted to see a, a home, it took. you were sitting there waiting. You, like, went and made a sandwich and you came back and the page loaded. But what it did for me as the mortgage lender is I got to feature these realtors and approach realtors and say, I want to feature your home on pdxhome.com, the Portland Online Home Buyer's Guide. And by using that as a give, I was able to create loyalty. And essentially, that's what we're doing here at HOA.com. So I'm going to get to my second follow-up, but I want to highlight that because that's really important. Because especially in real estate, we talk all the time about providing value, having a give. But sometimes it comes from a place of, I'm giving you this, but I really want something in return. And I'm not, you know, either it's, I'm hiding it or I'm not hiding it all that well, or you're seeing right through it. But where you're giving a platform where it's like, this is helpful to you because of, of the areas that you're looking to drive more uh, eyeballs to your business. You want to have more conversations, people buying and selling real estate. Here's how you can do it. And I've got a platform for you and you can use it. Of course, it's you have a benefit for it, but it's a real tangible, uh, valuable platform for for a real estate agent so that's that that's the important thing there is understanding this not only this is where we're going but this is useful to you today and tomorrow and, and i'm gonna solve people's problems mike that's what it's about solve people's problems if you can help solve their problem you're gonna win they're both gonna win absolutely i think that kind of leads into the second part you mentioned raving referral fans having people that won't stop talking about the great uh, service the excellent experience that you delivered how do you, this is a big question, how do you do that? Because people talk about it all the time. It's, you know, my clients love me. They'll always refer me. And then you talk to their clients like, that was a nightmare. I never want to do that again. And this is a disconnect. So how do you, how do you provide that experience? You know, it's a great question. We used to partner with Prudential Home Services on a global basis. They gave us their database. This is over a decade ago of every realtor in their system globally. And I would go to their national sales conventions. I'd ask every single one of their agents, when it comes to referrals, what's your biggest challenge? 
And what they would say, Mike, is that we give a ton of referrals out and we don't get many back. And if you're listening and that's you, you need to hold your referral partners accountable and say, hey, look, this is a this is a partnership. Right. This is truly a partnership. I'm happy to fill your funnel and give you all the clients I can, but I need you to be on the lookout for me too, because we're building our businesses together. All right. Now, the answer to your question, though, because you're really asking, how do you get more referrals from your clients? Right. We teach the art of the ask, and the art of the ask has three steps. The first step is to set the stage. The second step is to listen for the referral triggers. And the third step is to ASK to GET. So here's how it works. When you're sitting with a client, they've just signed a listing agreement or a buyer broker agreement. They've decided to hire you as their agent, right? Assuming you're a realtor. What you want to do before you let that person out of your car, out of your home, out of that appointment, you say, listen, before I let you go, would it be okay if I ask you for a favor? Now, everybody's going to say yes to that, or they're going to say, maybe, tell me more. And then you say, I am so committed to wowing you with the service that I provide that I'd like to ask your permission if it would be okay that once I've wowed you, would it be okay if I ask you for referrals at a later date? Now, what do you think they're going to say to that, Mike? I would think most people would say yes. Yeah, because what have you really told them? Number one, you're not putting them on the spot. You're not making them feel uncomfortable. You're basically giving them your service promise look, I'm going to go above and beyond and you're going to love what I do. And when you do, will you tell other people? That's really what you're doing. So you set the stage early. Okay, that's step one. Now, step two is you go live your word. You you impress them with the service that you provide. You really wow them. And so you're listening for the referral triggers. And that might be something like, Wow, Mike, this is amazing. I love this house. How did you find it? Or, you know, thank you so much, man. You helped us save so much time, energy, get this amazing house. Whatever that expression of appreciation is, that's the referral trigger. And that's when you ASK to GET. You say, oh, I am so glad you feel that way. Remember early on, I told you I was going to deliver you world-class service and you were going to be blown away. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way right now. And I love helping people like you get these results. Who else do you know? And and ideally, you're defining your perfect prospect. Who else do you, what other real estate investors do you know? What other first-time home buyers do you know? What other retiree, right? The more crystal clear you can make it, the more in their mind they hone in on a specific person. And then you just ask them for referrals just like you. I'd love to help them. Is there anybody you know that I can help right now? That That's a good way to not only wow them, but to kind of cement yourself as this is a great experience that you're having. Would you like to share that with people you know? Sometimes I'll hear that, yes, I would love to, but I don't know anybody right now. What's a good way to kind of crystallize that and either bring it up later in the past or remain top of mind. So when they do find somebody, it's like, oh, you need to talk to Brandon because he is incredible. Well, that's exactly why we do the home safe report, right? Because that way, every single month, you're automating the follow-up. You're automating the value delivery to your, your database, right? Every month, you're keeping yourself top of mind. And you know, I don't know if you know about these valuation reports, but typically, they have an open rate around 80% because homeowners want to know, did the value of my house go up or down last month? Right now with ours, we're adding in events, we're adding in local news and top trusted pros. So we're training them. Not only am I here to serve you, 
but I've got a whole team. Mike, if you need help with your insurance, if you need help with your garage door, if you need help with your landscaping, I've got the people that you need that you can trust. So come back to me. I'm here to help. Love it. How do you put these groups together? Because there's a lot of moving parts and, um, you know, sometimes people change markets. Sometimes, Hey, that garage door opener guy, he didn't show up when he was supposed to. And I don't want, I don't want him to be part of this circle. So how do you, how do you kind of make sure this top quality at all times? Well, we do background checks on the people that join our network. We research them to make sure they're four and five star rated companies. We don't accept people that are under two years in the business just because it's our reputation as much as it is your reputation, right? Um, but, you know, we've learned a lot of lessons. I've learned a lot of lessons over the last 25 years because I started doing referral partnerships. I guess it's 26 years, man, I'm getting old. So, <laughs> you know, half a lifetime ago, literally, is when we started this process. Now, you know the people that you're doing business with. And if they're not not doing the job, then you don't want to be recommending them, right? So the beauty of that is you tend to get better service and support when you're referring people consistently over and over again, because you demand a service standard. You say, look, I'm happy to keep sending you business, but you got to be on time. you got to be on budget and you've got to communicate clearly to the client and to me because my reputation is at risk. So if you want my business, this is a partnership and I demand high quality and professionalism. I'm I'm not that far behind you, but I'm 20 years myself. And it still makes me at least smile, if not laugh, when you say things like on time, on budget and communicate, because that's not a very high bar. That's here's the things that I'm going to do. I'm actually going to do them. And I'm telling you that now when it's happening and again, when it's done. And it's not very hard, but it in many different spheres, many different settings, that's not happening. And if you yeah. can do those things, do them well, especially the communication piece, that it's like, if you set those expectations and then you exceed them, that's great. But if you can't, and then you're proactive and saying, or here's where we went off track, this is not going to happen as we planned, but we're going to do this instead. It's like, wow, you've actually thought about this and you've got a plan. So, I mean, you nailed it with those three. And if you can do those simple things, do them well, and uh, kind of cultivate that relationship, it's so valuable. One of the first lessons I learned when I first got in the mortgage business, I was interviewing realtors and I was just asking them questions. What is it that you look for in the mortgage professional that you're working with? And one of the first things that I heard and I kept hearing it was communication. Look, there's going to be files that go wrong. You're going to have underwriters that don't like the proof of income or whatever the case may be. Just communicate with me and the client. Don't try and fix it without it. Bring me into the process and keep me in the loop. And, you know, this is one of the biggest failures that I had when I was young in the business is I would update my client, but I wouldn't always update my referral partners. And I did a good job with the realtors because I knew they were feeding me business, right? So I would tell the realtors, this is before text message. You had a call or email all the time. But what I didn't do was I didn't follow up and let people know if like a client had referred me business. And I had this VP of Intel call me up one day and he said, hey, man, this guy's name is John Jones. I remember it like it was yesterday. He said, hey, Brandon, I just wanted to follow, follow up and see how things went with Mike. And I'm like, oh, it was awesome. We just closed on his refinance two weeks ago. Thanks so much for that referral. And then there was this like awkward silence. And he said, do you mind if I give you a little piece of advice? I said, of course, John. I, and I had done like three loans for this guy, hugely influential. He said, number one, it's a really good idea to thank people who give you referrals. 
I felt like a freaking idiot because I hadn't like thanked him formally for giving me a referral. Then he said, number two, it's a really good idea to follow up and let the people that send you business know what happened with the people that they sent you. And so I, again, felt like an idiot. I literally had, I had my own mortgage brokerage at that time called Integrity Lending. And I printed up referral thank you cards for all of my loan officers. I had about 30 guys working for me at that time. And I said, look, if you get a client, they're just literally fill in the blank of the name of the client and pop this in the mail. <laughs> and this kind of goes back to a couple of things that we've talked about, that there are so many moving parts and the things that we do. It's easy, even as you say, it's like, well, of course you should do those things. But there are right. things that you just don't think of, can't think of, or that you won't think of and somebody brings it up and say, like, oh yeah, I wish I had been doing that. So having a team or having a system helps catch those things when you can't keep, you can't juggle all those balls. So it's like, okay, that's great. I, I didn't think of that. Somebody's told me that I'm going to do this every time. And here's, I'm going to make right. sure I've got that stopgap. So that, that's you got to create your system. And I teach the referral score quiz. I mean, you know, in the book, Raving Referrals, we've got 10 questions, 10 best practices. And if you go to referralscorequiz.com, you can take the referral score quiz. It'll take you less than two, two minutes and you'll score yourself one to 10 on the 10 referral best practices. And a lot of people are surprised, right? They think, oh, I'm pretty good at, at generating referrals. But there's things that you, just to your point, like you should be doing consistently every single time. And the beauty of the referral score quiz is it helps you identify where the gaps are and you can you can fix them fast, but it's just people don't know what they don't know. And once they're aware of what they should be doing, they can put it into practice quickly. Well said, well said. This will be my last referral question because I, I could fire them all, all night, but I won't. Um, <laughs> You mentioned having the uh, kind of reciprocal relationship where there is the uh, idea that we're, we'll send each other business. In the right. sometimes in the uh, just the day to day of what we do, there'll be somebody that we refer a lot more business to than even they'll have the opportunity to. So they may want to, they may always keep us top of mind, but their circle may not be for business for us. And likewise, some of the best advice I got was that don't always look at it as a one for one is that, you know, if you might have all these referrals going to this person, but you might get a source that you can't uh, necessarily uh, have the same going back and forth. What do you think about that? And do you think that makes sense? Oh, hundred percent. Remember, it's really about solving problems for people and your clients are first and foremost. So if your clients are needing home inspector, guess what? You're not going to get a lot of referrals from your home inspectors. You're just not. You're going to give more deals to your mortgage lender than you're going to get back. That's just the nature of how it all works. However, one of the things I always do and one of the things I teach is how can you as the recipient of those referrals what are the other ways that you can give back? How can you help that person beyond just referring them clients? Because to your point, sometimes it's tough for people to identify right when they need a realtor. So what are the other ways that you can give back? Can you promote them on your social media, on Instagram, on Facebook, right? Can you do a, a live? We actually teach the referral partner blueprint. There are 21 co-marketing campaigns that you can do with your partners. Most of them don't cost you a penny. And you can go to HOA.com slash blueprint and download it for free. It's a free guide that we give. And there's the last page is a one sheet. And you can literally print that off. And you can sit down with your referral partner. And you can just check off what you're going to do for them and what they're going to do for you. Like, Mike, I'm going to give you a testimonial. Like, here, we're doing this podcast. 
I'm going to share when this recording is done, you're going to send it to me. I'm going to send it to my team and we're going to promote you. This is kind of a referral partnership by you bringing me on to educate your audience. We're going to promote you to our audience. Like it just makes sense. It's mutually beneficial. Not only are you a, a real estate attorney, but you help realtors grow their business. Well, our realtors want to grow their business. So it's symbiotic. It's a win-win. The referral partner blueprint really helps because it'll give you ideas of ways you hadn't even thought about adding value to the people who add value to you. So I'm going to post the blueprint link for sure, because I, I love the I love the 21 ideas. And I'll tell you why I have two, for two reasons. One, I'm sure there's at least 15 on there that I haven't thought of. So I'm going to steal some of those from you. And two, I've actually seen this go wrong, both myself and clients that I've worked with, where you think that it's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to have a post where I highlight this other business or this referral partner, and it's going to be great, but something goes wrong and it's like, well, they didn't even respond or, you know, they're actually yelling at me because I put the wrong picture. And it's, it's really important to know how to do that properly, that uh, if I'm going to uh, have both of us, uh, you know, co-branded or something that I'm putting a spotlight on you that one, you know about it. And two, this, this is something that you're signing off on. So, um, right. I, I think that's great to have all of those in one place. So I'll certainly post that, uh, cause I, unfortunately I've seen that go wrong when your intentions are really just to help somebody else out. So I'd love that that's, that's there. Um, you mentioned the scorecard, you mentioned the book, uh, how, how, how have you found that people really have come to getting past, all right, I know referrals are important. I know I can do better at this. Is it something that they'll read about? They'll they'll hear from somebody else and they're able to put pieces into place or kind of looking at the scorecard. It's like, all right, these three areas I really need to focus on. Well, what is kind of helping people get the light bulb go off? The biggest thing is, again, people don't know what they don't know and they think they know about referrals, but most people haven't had any formal referral training, right? So we've created the book, Raving Referrals. We've got a whole video class online. They're little one to three minute video tips. So you can just listen to a quick tip a day and it'll help you grow your business. But the biggest thing is just the awareness, right? And one of the things that we help people do is shift from a sales mentality to a servant mentality. When you're focused on the sale, you're focused on what you're going to get. When you're focused on serving, you're focused on what you're going to give. We've all heard givers gain. I believe that's true. And so the more you give, the more you receive. However, you're going to find some people are takers more than givers. And you want to partner with people who are givers that you resonate with, that you like hanging out with. I When I had realtors as referral partners, these were some of my best friends. I used to go to you know movies and concerts and sporting events and just do fun stuff. So that's the way that it should be. And that's how we teach in rating referrals. And that's kind of both sides of the coin there that I want, I want to make sure that to highlight that just because it's work doesn't mean it doesn't, it can't be fun. It can't be something you enjoy doing, especially if you have the right uh, collaborators that are working with the right people. Like this is, we're doing great things and we're having fun doing it. And, and two, I, I remember I used to get upset for, for the longest time. There was like, you know, I've done all these things. This person doesn't care. They just take, they don't even acknowledge. And I think it was Gary V who said, it's like, you know, that's going to happen and you have to be okay with it. You just turn, you give to somebody else and you can't, you can't look to make up on that person or people are going to take and you have to be okay with it. And if you are truly coming from that, that servant mindset, you understand that's part of it and you're not looking to, to capitalize on it either. So, uh, I think that's, that's, we, we certainly share that, uh, when it comes to helping others and providing solutions. 
Yeah. And, you know, I love the people that we get to hang out with. Like I'm flying to uh, Denver in a couple of days. I'm speaking in an event up there with 300 people on Saturday. And some of the people I've been building relationships with for years now. And so, you know, like there's one mortgage lender up there. She does the Mile High Leader Awards every year. We've sponsored the last two. And she celebrates the top 100 top performing producing realtors every year. And like number one last year was like $130 million in closed transactions, just one woman. So I, I, it's so much fun, man. You hang out with people that you love hanging out with. And if somebody is an energy vampire, then you need to move on next. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Focus on your inside and the people on the outside, the right ones will be attracted to you. Well said. Well said. Uh, we'll start wrapping up here because somehow we're already at time. Uh, 300, that's a large audience. Do you still get nervous when you talk to them? And then what is going through your head as you're walking up on stage on Saturday? You know, I'm I'm all about preparation. Like I was spent this morning visualizing what I'm saying and really how I'm making a difference. When I focus on me, I get nervous. When I focus on them, I don't at all. And I speak enough that it's not, it's not a big deal. But yeah, I get nervous. Let's just be real, right? Because I feel like it's such an incredible opportunity to make a difference to so many people at once. That's why I like doing podcasts like this, because for me, it's about the impact over the income. I'm here to uplift, inspire, and empower every person on the planet. That's my life mission. So that's the, the scoreboard that I play from. So it's just how can I make as much of a difference as possible on the, the few short days I got on this planet? I love that. And I absolutely, I, I cannot tell you how great it is to hear the uh, thing, you know, as a speaker, as somebody who's delivering information, if you make it about yourself, you're going to be nervous, you're going to be self-conscious, and you're probably going to mess up because you're thinking about how do I look? How do I sound? They don't care about that. It's If you can, this is going to be helpful for you and here's how, and you make it digestible, something they want to hear, you communicate it well, it's like, wow, this was great. And this was easy because I wasn't thinking about all those self-conscious things. So that's, that's good advice too. You know, we I have a training coaching company called the Champions Institute, and we really focus in the dental world. In fact, the second book that I've done is Raving Referrals for Dentists. And with the Champions Institute, I've learned really what it takes to feel like a champion, to act like a champion. And so Saturday, I'm going to start my talk by literally getting everybody out of their seat and feeling like a champion. I'm talking, celebrating like they just won the Super Bowl, right? I want everybody to start out with that energy, with that experience. And I want to help them understand that they can feel that anytime they want. So whenever they want to feel like a champion, when they're feeling nervous or anxious, you can literally embody whoever it is. Like for me, my champion avatar is Neo. I am Neo. I can stop bullets with my mind. I can do anything that I want, right? We have some people that they're Wonder Woman or, you know, one woman is Fire Dragon. So find a champion avatar. And when you need that spark, forget about who you are and, and play the role like you're an actor in a film and just feel what it feels like to celebrate like a champion. It's good advice. Very good advice. Uh, so wrapping up here, Brandon, we've covered a good amount of material. Is there anything I didn't ask you that I probably should have tonight? Oh, great question. Um, the number one thing is be clear on what you want to achieve, right? Life, Live life by design, not by default. 
create your goals, create your intentions, focus on it. I have a, a journal, right, where I write in the positive I am state of what it is that I am creating. So be intentional, be generous, be grateful. And you do that and life's pretty dang awesome. I I will sign off with that, that I fought journaling. I fought affirmations for a long time, you know, meditation. I don't need that stuff. I'm fine. And you start doing it, It's like, wow, there's so much to learn here. This is a never ending. Uh, just it, it helps so much. And you learn so much about yourself and, and so many other things. So wonderful advice. Thank you for joining us, Brandon. This was a lot of fun. I look forward to doing it again. My pleasure, Mike. Thanks for having me. 